0: This is the press conference podcast. Welcome to 2024 episode 60. I'm here with my good friend here, Phil. How's it going, man?
1: I'm fantastic. It's 2024 and we're back and it feels good. It feels really Um, good
0: to be back. I am super keen to get back behind the mic. It's been a good couple of weeks for a rest yeah. yeah. The rest was fantastic. the two radio hours went off pretty well as well. So I hope everyone enjoyed those and maybe we'll put it out to the listeners next year or something to see if they have any suggestions for our Christmas yeah. and new year songs.
1: It actually uh, went a lot better than I thought. <laughs> um, and when I went back in, cause I, I just yeah. wasn't checking much pod stuff at all. I know there was a few emails going back and forth, but I wasn't looking at any of the numbers, any or nothing to be honest. And then, uh, looking back at it this week, I was like, "Okay, that that wasn't a that wasn't a total flop." Hopefully, Valentine's Day this yeah. year doesn't flop like fingers last
0: crossed. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Valentine's Day, we're going to be doing a radio hour requests uh, from from you, the listeners. So, please just um, let us know if you want to be involved. Keep an There's, eye out. There can be a story behind it. There can just be a song request. Uh, but it was really cool to to get some stories last year. We just want to hear from more people. So if you think that's something that's in your wheelhouse, um, it can be any genre, any type of song, any meaning, send it our way because we'll put it in the list.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we had a lot of fun doing it last year. It was kind of my baby yeah. that I really pushed on you. We've got to Phil be like, Mercer I on do the now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, no, that was a lot of fun and so yeah keep some keep your eyes out we'll have some stuff on socials later this week uh about how to get involved in that but look i'm not gonna put the mods on myself and say that hopefully we do better than last year because we do have more people listening but i'm fucking putting the word out manifestation it. and 2025, it can only get better I'm up, surely. <laughs> it wasn't that bad <laughs> um, what did you uh, get up to on your, um, on the time off? I mean, we hadn't really, we haven't recorded. I mean, we did some mm-hmm. recording, which we'll talk to later. Um, but what did you uh, just, get up to in the uh,
0: did a bit of work. Obviously, had Christmas with uh, kids and family. Unfortunately, my wife, Lauren, uh, came down with yeah. COVID on Christmas Eve. So she kind of right. missed out on all that, that stuff, which is really sad because Christmas is her whole personality when it comes to this end of the year. So, um, yeah, so I was really, really unfortunate that she, she had to miss out on that and, um, yeah, spent some time at work, took a few days off and, um, I've just come back from a camping trip down down in Gippsland. Um, yeah, so really enjoyed just a bit of downtime away from screens and social media and stuff like that as much as I could, but, um, yeah, I'm feeling really refreshed. How about you?
1: Nice. Uh, so I was in Melbourne. Uh, obviously I came down a f- just the weekend before, uh, Christmas and unfortunately I've been doing a lot of stuff and I haven't gotten COVID, um, luckily. Mm-hmm. So touch wood. Uh, but yeah, came down, for, uh, before Christmas, we went to the, what we did on the weekend charity show, uh, which was incredible headlined by Clay J Gladstone. Um, that was an awesome day. Uh, and then Christmas, which was standard Christmas, Melbourne turned it off yeah. for Christmas, a lot of rain. Um, which sucked, but other than that, I worked through the whole break. Um, luckily, my boss let me work for Melbourne, which was really great, uh, but yeah, worked. Uh, I guess obviously a big part of the episode today is we both went to a house show, uh, which we'll talk to yep. a bit more in depth later on. Uh, we had some ex- like interviews with some of the bands that played there that we'll, we'll play at the back end of this, but that was pretty much it, and then I was back in Melbourne again for a wedding on the weekend, went to the tennis, just tried to relax, but... By, by trying to relax, I didn't relax, and I'm tired. Uh, and I'm already burnt out, <laughs> and it's a second week of 2024.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's been pretty hectic for you. I know that you haven't really stopped, and it's only going to ramp up from here for the next few months.
1: <sighs> I was, I've been, I mean, before we get to the music, let's fucking, what's been going on? There's something in the waters where... I thought that we were already slammed with gigs and then I knew that new bloom was coming and we, we thought there'd be side shows, but we've been, we've been blessed and we've only been blessed with two bands announcing. Yeah, shows, it's, so um,
0: <laughs> this week's been nuts, it's so like, Obviously touche Melbourne shows, two <laughs> Melbourne shows.
1: Finally, it's- two of them. Oh, great supports to blind girls, bloom, bad oh. juju, Rosenta,
0: And to see those two shows, crazy uh touche at Suki Lounge in Belgrave, in that tiny, tiny room. He's gonna be absolutely insane. Um, and then No Pressure announced their side shows, so even (sighs) just as just as good the week after. So they're gonna hang around for a week. Worked out really well. Worked out well. Um and then there's like Botch announced shows. Oh, I think it's their first time Project. out here too. I was I was looking into it before we got on. I can't see anything really? on like Setlist FM or anything like that. So, yeah, that's wow. going to be huge. They've got two shows straight off the bat at Max Watts, which is insane.
1: Well, they're playing at Manning Bar mm. here, which is pretty big. So I'm, I'm, I'm and they're two shows yeah. in Sydney. They've announced off the bat. So I don't know what they know.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they go. go. But um I'm super keen. I'll be getting a ticket to that. Um Yeah, and then some pretty good music's coming out this year as well. Is there any other gigs you want to talk about?
1: Oh fuck, I don't think so. I mean Taylor Swift's obviously coming up. I feel like from here to the end of yeah. the year there's just a heap on uh or here to the end of the year till the end of March. Uh and to cap off that uh new Bloomfest week, uh, I've also got a wedding on oh, the, the following Sunday. week. <laughs> so <laughs> like in between the two no, no Pressure shows in Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah, nice. <laughs> There's a wedding in the middle, so it kind of works out that I'm going to be in Melbourne. Um, but that the next three months yeah. are going to be special, I feel. Um, I, I don't think I felt so giddy about a run of shows or anything. Um, touche, No Pressure, Taylor Swift, uh, Hot Mulligan shows in there. Um, I know it's in April, but bring me like it's just it's just a really good few months that I don't yeah, think I've felt this. It's, good in um, a long time. it's
0: really cool, and I didn't think we'd get more shows than what we're getting now. It's really hard to pick.
1: Not not those kind yeah. of shows too crazy. They're really doing
0: justice to those side shows and really making the most of their trips out here, which is I really like to love to see it.
1: I think what I also love as well is I mean we're in the discord for, for the first ever pod, uh, and just hearing Jeremy talk about music in Australia, it's really cool to see that he's picking bands yep. <laughs> that he's talked about. Um, and I know they're playing with blind girls anyway, through the festival, but that on that sideshow, you just know straight away that Jeremy picked mm-hmm. them out and said, I want to play with them. <laughs> so,
0: um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Um, so last couple of weeks there has been some really good new music, especially, the Friday just gone. So do you want to kick us off with the album that you were most looking forward to?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we prefaced coming into the year, there were going to be some spicy, (laughs) spicy joints to kick off the year. And Casey came out on Friday. Um, fuck how to disappear. Is that what it's called? I should know that. Um, the long return, obviously a bunch of singles had been released beforehand. Plus a two track they did last year. Um, just imp- incredible, in my opinion. Uh, it lived up to the expectation. I-, I will be honest; I probably wasn't in the headspace for a Casey record because you know we're just coming off Christmas. I've, I've, the weather's been good. I've been <laughs> listening to a bit more house music and a bit more you know chill music to sit in the sun. Uh, but I got off the plane on the way back to Melbourne on Thursday night, and I literally sat like late on my late on the bed. I was at headphones in, listened to the album front to back, and oh, I just thought it was incredible. And not even vocally. Like I think I've I've had to really accept with the album and the singles we've gotten here that they're probably never going to yeah. get back to what I love, vocally, and that's okay. I think I've come to terms with that. What they've done instrumentally on this record is like nothing I can put into words. Um, I think it's some of the best instrumentals that we've had yeah. for a long time. And I think one thing we talk about, and you know, we've used words like music that has soul. Uh, music that makes you feel things. This record has all of that just through the instrumentals. Um, And I know that Casey out in the band to probably release the instrumentals version of everything, but I would buy that because the instrumentals alone carry everything and the lyrics and the vocal delivery is just cherry on top, you know, and uh, it did wonders for me, man. I really enjoyed it
0: as well. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely on the same page as you with the... um, it's, It's just a bit flat at times the vocal delivery like he's such such a great voice but Mm. there was times where i was wanting maybe just a a little bit more difference in delivery so maybe different notes or just to to sound different so if you're just listening to the lyrics some of the songs can same sound very samey but then the way the the album builds all the way through so there's a like a big build up toward like three quarters of the way through that really just kind of rips through, um, really yeah. Yeah. Makes, makes the whole album worthwhile.
1: And I think, I mean, I've been talking to a few people about it this week. Um, just Casey fans and things like that. Unique lights is an opener we talk about closes. (laughs) I can't think of an opener that is sat with me like this probably since um chlorine by trophy eyes and that's probably for different reasons uh from a for an opener this has got closer energies all through it um and like i said to you i don't think there's been a song that's made me go like whoa like that many times in a song because it just keeps building and building and it's just incredible and then you get through to track three sanctimonious which has the first screams on the on the album it gave me goosebumps. I yep. thought it was just like so special. Fuck, I could talk about this for hours, but, um, big, big fan, uh, great way to kick off the year. We've got some bangers still to come and we'll talk about one of the bands soon, but yeah. Wow. And a a really
0: good. Um, yeah. Return, return to form, return back into the scene after a bit of time away too. So they don't always go well. Yep.
1: And they'll be here later in the year go, go fucking get a ticket because it's going to slap. I think yeah. it's going to be better. Live. If they can pull
0: those Those if they can pull it off live, man, oh man. Uh, what about you? I mean, I know there's a record that. Yeah. So I actually really listened to it. this after I listened to Casey cause I really I had a big drive on Friday. So I was, I was up to, uh, to bendy going back. And so I, I was really in the mood <laughs> first up in the morning and then I kind of spoke to, you, um, yeah. Uh, once I was up there about the Casey record. And then, so I, I listened to that and was like, yeah, really got me going a little bit. And then um, it bad. went straight into, I'm going to skip to Bloom single, You and I,
2: because oh, that's I was what doing I listen to one.
0: next. So I went straight into Bloom and listened to that okay. probably half a dozen times. I really love this track. Thoughts? you and I by bloom. I, I love this track. I think it's a really smart decision for a change of pace. And, um, it's going to open their doors to so many other opportunities. I think rather than just playing straight up melodic hardcore all the time.
1: I think it's a really good progression, right? I mean, I mean, (sighs) I was listening to, so oh, actually I should have mentioned, i got a tattoo over the break, a bloom tattoo for in passing also for my grandpa, but the story is kind of, there's a long story, um, but I've been listening to him passing a lot and actually all the music leading up to this new album, we know mm-hmm. like we we're really excited for it. And not that I felt that um, in passing at all was like unrelenting by any means, but I think about all my, my favorite melodic, uh, melodic hardcore bands, but even like screamo bands or even that, that, screamo slash metalcore edge like a counterparts kind of band i feel like the best impact i've had through albums is when their album takes a bit of a a tone shift um and i feel like a song like this comes at a really good time in the record like when you look at it um and i know i've heard like a lot of these songs so (laughs) um but you know it comes after carve yourself into my lungs which i think is going to be a really popular song on the record um, but that came after Bound to Your Whispers, which was yeah. probably one of the heavier songs they've done. And I think it's just going to come at a really nice part in the album that it's going to give people that yeah. feeling of reprieve mm-hmm. before it lifts back up. Um, and I think just when bands have songs like that, not only does it give that extra feeling to the songs afterwards, but it also actually gives fans that aren't just into the heavy stuff an avenue yeah. to get into the band. Um, and Bloom have a lot of great cleans through all of their music. You know, like Jared um, does great cleans, Jono was getting a lot better and doing a lot more of them. And I feel like it's just going to give
0: them a big And it's Jono doing it's the cleans awesome. in here? Or is it Jono and Jared? Yeah. I think it's a both. It's really, really well done. Um, yeah.
1: Great song. Yeah. Great music video as well. Art direction look great. Matches everything.
0: It's just mm-hmm. that record's going to be huge, huge for Australian music. Yeah. Um, So, after that, then I took a real change of pace and I I put on um, the new Infant Island record, um, which is called... Sorry, I've completely forgot. Obsidian Obsidian Reef. Reef. So, this was put out on Secret Voice or Death Wish. And this is like Mm -hmm. Blackened Screamo. Crust? I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) It is... (laughs) like if you'll if you want to run through some walls or you want to pump yourself up or if, if you also want to just break yourself down again put this on
1: yeah i um i know i messaged you about it because and i don't even know i i couldn't yep. fathom what i was listening to <laughs> at the time like i knew it was going to be a screamo record because it was on secret voice which yeah. obviously do a lot of screamo stuff and I knew if you were sharing it on your story, it's got to be a little bit underground. So mm-hmm. I kind of had a bit of an idea about it. Yeah. It kicks you, it kicks you in the teeth. I was like, this just so much going on. Um, it blew my mind. Uh, it was crazy. Um, but that second half of the yeah. record chef's kiss. Uh, the other
0: thing that, that kind of jumped out that I also shared in my story was falling with scissors, uh, the death and birth mm-hmm. of an angel. So it's probably an EP seven tracks, 18 minutes. Um, but that is another kind of unrelenting listen, but it's got a bit more of a synth touch to it.
1: It's got, yeah, something. It, it kind of reminded me of, of bring me the yep. horizons, newer stuff, if it was more screamo. And when I say screamo, not bring me the horizon screamo,
0: yeah. I mean like, like screamo. yeah, jangly guitars some <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, they hit the symbol that makes it go ting, 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 ting.
1: Um yep. but the samples through this whole thing and like the synth they play, it was like anime meets Screamo, meets yeah. Fucking, it was just crazy. Uh, I love that. Love that rip. Re- their whole aesthetic's well. really
0: cool to me too, because it's like eight bit. So like their logos on their Bandcamp yep. and I even bought it on the Bandcamp uh Yeah. Oh, and um nice. yeah, it's all eight bits, all really cool like um sprites from like Super Nintendo yep. days. Yeah, nice. Um, anything
1: else you want to talk about? I mean, they're probably the big, the big four the big, big that stand we've probably been so talking far. about. Um, I think, I mean, I don't even know what else is coming out in the next few weeks. I really rely on New Music Ethan yeah. <laughs> from the, the Goose Club to share some stuff. But so far, I think if you want to listen to anything and you're interested at all in what we kind of like, <laughs> go check out one of those uh, four uh releases and uh let us know what you think because yeah i think I'm, re- I'm really excited about this year of music and i'm actually starting to rate and rank my yeah. albums and eps as we go so it should make for an interesting development through the year because i'm sure my mm-hmm. opinion is going to change yeah. on
0: we can have a rolling rolling list for sure all right so should we yeah. get into some pickups mm-hmm. have you did you get anything while we're on the break
1: yeah, so I got um, a few things. So I got the uh, Agnes Manor's, uh piece run. Um, all of them except for uh, the Family and Friends, yep. which should come this week. Um, so I got all of those. Absolutely incredible work. Um, the Forest Fire variant that came a bit later. It's just incredible. Uh, the, the The Lyric Field is really cool. I haven't had one of those before, so I got that. Um, i got the new young lines mm-hmm. record through summit distro. I got the, the run of those, which, um, the blue, the blue variants, kind of like a nebula. Uh, I haven't really seen much of like that, um, out of Zenith. So that was really cool. Then uh, then what else did I get? I think I got the, uh, the, um, the turnstile oh, yes. record store day, like EP old thing. Um, I got sucked into the whole Noah Khan, um, hype got his record. Um, and that was really yeah, what I got for the break. St- yeah. I'd oh, also got some break even records today, actually. Big shout out to Webby. Um, they went up on, on Facebook. Uh, knew I was after them uh, with all the gigs and stuff. Wasn't in a position at that time to, to cop, but yeah, he, he hooked me up. So uh, they came today. Uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, so stoked. Yeah.
0: Good they luck. just need the
1: bright side. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: Um, so I only got a handful of you? things. I uh, got a, a nice JB voucher for Christmas off the father-in-law. So it's always handy. So I pop onto that 20% off sale. Um, so I picked up uh, The Cure Disintegration really nice. um, from from there. Yeah, yeah I just no was waiting off. for the right time. Um, so that sounds incredible. I also got Mac Miller's Watching Movies with the sound off. Um, that was another one that... I really kind of caught on to late last year which was really really good and then i picked up a couple of things from uh resist which was ms paints post-american yeah so i'm not sure oh, if you've listened right. to that yet but it's for anyone interested it's hardcore without guitars so you place keyboard and synth yeah yeah it was, very it was interesting. interesting and then i got spiritual cramp uh self-titled from resist as well so that can't, went up on a restock and I did not think twice. Yeah. So i got a couple of things yeah, nice. coming in, but, um, yeah, the other, the last one I got was murder city devils in name of blood, which is a two thousands sub pop punk record, which is really cool to pick up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um, I, I reckon I know I've copped a lot lately, but actually my incoming list has dropped dramatically. Um, so I don't know how much more vinyl talk we'll, we'll see. There'll be some pre-orders <laughs> and
0: stuff that go up. We've got some cool stuff coming in that's sure, shipped sure. after a year or so and some pretty cool stuff we'll talk about. That doesn't sound like, what do you that. mean? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, you I was mean, talking I be about undying, that but that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Came, so like that, we'll get blonde girls, nebs undying. Touche. So survived yeah. by remaster. Neck deep. There's stuff coming. Yeah. Stuff coming.
1: Um, oh, I didn't tell you actually. This is a surprise. Um, I found or Webby actually found and hit me up uh, a place selling the uh, Pink Pile of Love. Oh, the, yeah. the the indie the indie exclusive. So I actually bought a handful <laughs> of those over the break. Um. Obviously, a few for the fellas, but more so to have a bit of <laughs> uh, a bit of trade bait to get me that friends and family. Yep. So I, I would love one of
0: those but, pink uh, ones. That was the, that was the main one I wanted to get.
1: I just love the OG cover. I love an OG yeah. cover. So they haven't they haven't shipped it yet. They also <laughs> haven't cancelled it.
0: So I didn't know if they are like this guy's put through fire. Yep.
1: <laughs> Maybe they'll be like, "Fuck this, oh, incredible." <laughs> but we'll see. Um, we'll
0: see. Yeah, so yeah, I I think it'll it'll fizzle a little bit. The busy the the rest of you gets, but my list is like thirteen, maybe. Yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: nice. Um, was there anything else we want to talk about before we get to the bulk of nope, the I'm all to,
0: episode? All that stuff, I think.
1: So, uh, as we mentioned at the top, and you would have seen by the name of the show of of the episode today, um, there was a house show. Uh, in frankston uh what can i say that yeah do people know it was in frankston oh uh, anyway yeah we, we can say that yeah actually uh, ricky said it um there was a house show in frankston uh beyond blue fundraiser um through obviously for the what we did on the weekend uh, campaign um put together by our good friend ricky from saving face um we were really fortunate enough to be in, number one invited to that house show but secondly Uh, Ricky set us up in a room and we did some of the podcast stuff with a few bands. Um, so we're going to be airing some of those interviews today, really short fire stuff, um, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, just a really great day. Um, fuck who, who, what do
0: you want to say about the show? The show was actually really incredible. Um, in a three meter by five meter living room, Uh with Crazy a hallway, way. no fan, thirty plus degrees, no wind, no aircon. The aircon was okay well, if the you're standing down the back. underneath it, <laughs> but if you're that in back. that, if you're in that <laughs> yeah. band room, you were, it was like there was like a wall, like literally a wall, but like you stepped yeah. through that doorway and you were you were sweating instantly. Um, the band's really good. Uh, it's just a whole really good wholesome vibe. Uh, throughout the whole day, everyone yeah. was just there to have a good time and like, it just yeah. went off without a hitch.
1: Absolutely incredible. Um, obviously, we're going to talk more about it now, so uh, you won't hear from us too long. But yeah, just an incredible day. Big shout out to Ricky for putting it on uh, and big shout out to what we did on the weekend for just another amazing year raising money for Beyond Blue. So um, let's kick off the chat with Ricky and we'll see you on the other side. So, we are joined by uh, Ricky. Um, I guess you're no longer just in Saving Face. You you book shows. What's going on? Hi, this
3: is Ricky for what we did on the Saturday. How are you going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I book, book. there's no plural in shows. I book show. I, sh- I book show. <laughs>
0: hey, didn't you um, book the, uh, the EP release?
3: okay so there is a plural you hold me candle here um so yeah okay maybe I'm um, yeah what we did on the Saturday and sometimes the Sunday I don't know I gotta think of a better name I can't still Jason's name um, yeah book shows there's a plural there's yeah. two saving face shows I've booked yeah. now yeah how about it well,
0: how'd you go had how'd, how'd you go booking it like uh, uh, was it a mission how long did it take you because from what I understand it came up pretty quick <laughs>
3: Um, you know what it is um, it's a, probably worked well for me like if I actually wanted to do promoting or booking I'd probably be okay at it because I talk to a lot of people and I talk a lot of shit um, but I'm not a very organized person so that is why I would not do so well so respect to proper promoters like Jace who can actually organize bands if he doesn't even play in um, uh, yeah look the whole whole thing came about. Um, so I have this house that I bought a few years ago, um, in Frankston, in, in the suburbs where I grew up and it got absolutely destroyed by tenants. Like all the windows punched in, all the doors punched in and it was like, you saw it. It was just, it was just unbelievable as a mess. And basically, uh, it when it was vacated in November, very abruptly, I began the clean up and the painting and like all a Dulux rebuild, just paint over all the, all the mess <laughs> Um, I just sort of had this idea to uh, have a house show um, and I thought fuck I'm going to make light out of this very financially straining and depressing situation like I want to make something cool of this and like we were playing the what we did on the weekend Christmas show um, as you're uh, there um, in 23rd of December and they donated all their proceeds to be on Blue and I'm like well I don't want to charge people money to come into my house but I'm like you know, why don't I just jump on their fundraiser and I'll donate money towards them? So uh, yeah, I hit up a bunch of bands, and it was actually really easy. I didn't even email anyone. I actually asked for the emails at one stage. I got really legit, and then I was didn't even email them. I ended up just damning them in there and stuff, and it was actually way easier. And then the trusty Facebook group chat, and we got a ton. I was am um, just hit up six bands plus my own band, obviously. Um, you've got to have your own band play a house show. Um, and it was actually super easy to organize. The bands were all so easy to work with. Everyone just did their bit and it was like, I wouldn't like, I'm not the tech guy of the band. So like every time I'll be liaising with stuff for saving face for other like promoters or other bookings for shows we have, people will be like, Oh, what about this for your, um, you know, your technical writer or what about this for your drum kit? And I'll just like add Jai or add Ben to the conversation and be like, this guy will help you out. So it was the same with this, like if there was any questions that were sort of I couldn't field, someone either in my band or someone in one of the other bands um, just sort of just, it just worked itself out. Like there was, i not going to say minimal organisation because I definitely had to make sure we had a PA, which Jai thankfully had. Um, And other than a PA, we just had our instruments and amps and Ben and Jai, you know, Ryan and Vito all just have their Equipment and we just had a back line straight away, so we I didn't have to do anything. Oh, the QR codes. Jay's got the QR codes printed off to uh, take the money straight to the what we do on the weekend, Beyond Blue fundraiser link, and he just stuck stuck them or gave them to me, and we stuck them at different parts of the house, and people just signed the QR code on their phone, signed into it, and just donated there. So I didn't have to actually do that much except provide a dilapidated house in Frankston. It was so simple.
1: <laughs> that. That's unreal. I mean, it's such a cool story because, I mean, we're we'll talking to a few people on the day, but I hadn't been to a proper house show like that in a house, I reckon, in like 10 years. Um, I don't know about you guys, but it was just, it was sur- it was a surreal moment, I think, to kick off the year. Be- oh, absolutely. It's- oh, sorry, Dave, what were you going to
0: say? I was going to say, it's been a long time for me, maybe longer than 10. And we'll, we'll wait for you to finish your, because uh, I want to tell you the story about the break-even one. In Mornington
3: that got shared like the um, day after. So um Yeah, often for me the itch was like there when I was twenty-one. Um I grew up in two suburbs over in Langwarren. Um and my and like very dense suburban area. And um I begged my parents, like begged, begged, begged them to let me have a house show at their house in Langwarren. Um and yeah, when I was 21 and they finally let me do it. And I had, um, call bands and Bendigo, um, come down and, um, we played our set. My first, I was in a pop punk band, fun fact, called iron 11th, um, with the guys from fever shacks. That was all our first band, which is fucking hilarious. Um, and, um, oh oh man, we were like full on the easy core breakdown. It It was, it was, it was fun. It was good fun. It was good fun. Um, and anyway, I begged my parents to let us play on the on their back deck. So we didn't even do it inside. It was on a fucking back deck in suburban Lang Warren. And there was like 150 people there. Because like, being 21, you don't think, I should not make this a public. You know, I shouldn't make this public. I sh-, you know, with, with this event, I made it a private event. And I added the bands and made them. Every member from the band just added their friends. I made them admin on the group. And as you guys know, it was very hush-hush. And that's what kept it so – the culture of it was so good. With this event when I was 21, I just put it on Facebook and, yeah, God, people were rocking up and would have a clue how they were. Anyway, long story short, we played our set and a guy let off fireworks in my parents' backyard and it got shut down at like 8.30. Um, spooked my neighbours' greyhounds because one of the fireworks landed on his roof. He was like a greyhound breeder. And also things you shouldn't do in suburban Languara and breed greyhounds, have house shows, let off fireworks. You put those three things together and it's a recipe for the police getting called at 8.30 and yeah, it got shut down. So I've just had this itch that I've just wanted to do it. And like, I think you guys as punters, you want to go to a fucking house show, me and a band. I want to play a house show and, you know, it, it's just really cool to be able to orchestrate that at, at my own place and then have all these bands play that are, I really look up to in the scene and all doing cool things in different ways and just have them play. Everyone was so cool. So it was, yeah, really cool to tick this one off.
0: Hell yeah.
3: Tell me about the break-even house show.
0: Well, we were actually on our way to that show and we couldn't find it because it obviously got shut down because the cops um, (laughs) shut it down. But there was a house in Mornington. You know where Benton Square is? Yeah, I know where Benton Square It was like right across the roundabout from there. So it was right on the corner. So like Benton Square car park is like here. The house is like on the opposite corner. And they had house shows. They had like a 10-foot half pipe in the front yard and they had some <laughs> bands play there. And like <laughs> 9 o'clock on a Friday night, bands started up and then like 9.30, the cops turned up and shut it down. So that was probably... Yeah. You've,
3: gotta You've got to do it in the day. you got to do it in the day. Yeah. And you gotta also not have a half well, pipe the, out of the phone. That's the a day, dead giveaway yeah. that's at a party house and they're gonna, Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're open to it. it. Fuck what yeah. the day show was was good idea. I think the day yet. show was a good idea. I oh, think that okay. was my big thing where I was like, make sure it's the daytime Because I just want everyone to play their set. Like I wasn't so focused on I don't care if the people here are rowdy and out of control, like you can't damage this house more than it's been damaged. It has seen some shit. Um so I'm just worried about the neighbors getting wind of it and, and rightfully so being pissed off. Um, you know, if I didn't like, you know, heavy music, I would be pretty pissed off. Like I, well, I wouldn't personally, cause I'm the kind of person who's like, you know to have fun. As long as you're not trashing my house, just do whatever you want to do in yours. But, you know, I'd understand if like, you know, I've got like an elderly neighbor at the back. She's a single mom. Like she's in her sixties. Like, um, she, yeah, she, she, She's told me about people that lived here, that the tenants from my house would shoot nail guns at her house. So she's had a pretty – yeah, she said that one time that um, she told them to be quiet, that they got a Paslo nail gun and shot it at her back retaining wall. And there was nails sticking out of the timber wall. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking of her who I've repaired this relationship as, hey, I sent her an email, I'm, I'm your new neighbour. Like, you know, she came around, looked through the house and it was really lovely to get to know her and all my neighbours in the area. I don't want to, like, two weeks in after introducing myself, have this hectic hardcore party with, like, young kids <laughs> screaming and, like, carrying on. And she'd be like, what have I done? Bring back the nail gun, people. Um, so, yeah, I was just really worried about that. And I think doing it from 2 till 6.30 p.m. was peak. And, like, I, I notified everyone. I sent her an email. I left notes on doors. So, somehow, it didn't get shut down.
0: Yeah. It was a perfect spot, too, because, it's like, facing the main road, it's not super built up. Like, and yeah, a lot of people would have left home to go to the beach or something. Anyway,
3: I think that someone's the morning news. That was a very good point. Everyone would have been at the beach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. It was fucking. That 48. was a sweat box.
0: Almost expired.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think a few people expired in that room, Dave. It was fucking hot. Yeah, it was crazy.
1: Um. And so obviously like what we did on the weekend, a massive job with beyond blue over the years and awesome that you had the idea, I guess, to kind of work with them to, to kind of put together more money for the charity. How much, do you know how much you actually made from the, uh, or you raised for the, uh, um, the I've still
3: got $150 cash to deposit. We, I know we've got 150 cash. And <laughs> I think the, the days total that was there, I think it was just short of 400 through the like deposits online. And a few people were donating afterwards. So I think one That's of my cool. friends came and he was like, how cool is this? This is like the ethos of the, um, the the music community around mental health. He messaged me the next day. like, hey man, I forgot to pay. Can you send me the link? Like, how cool is that? Yeah. I wouldn't have had a clue who paid. Like, I didn't police it. So, what? Dude, the service was rough. Yeah, yeah rough. I didn't. i never noticed that before. So many people couldn't um do that. So like, yeah, it was hectic when people were, like giving me cash. Jace was giving me cash, and I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna gotta put this in one spot because you know. We're drinking goon, and nothing good happens with your memory on goon. Um, um, but yeah, no. So I think I think the total of once I deposit that one fifty, I think it'll be north of five hundred. I think it'll be like five fifty or something like that. Um, I think. But yeah, it, it's definitely over five hundred. So that's really cool, and and we actually helped them tick over their um, thirty thousand um, dollar total amounts raised um, over the last three years. I think it's the last three years. So yeah, um, Jason Berdov raised thirty grand which is incredible. Um, so we're a bit of yeah, spec on beautiful. that, but it was really cool to even just donate, you know, that small amount towards that. It felt really cool um, to help them uh, get that over the line. Yeah.
0: And it's all, it's all profit for beyond blue as well. Cause there's no venue hire. There's no, no, it's
3: everything. minimal damage to the there.
0: house from what I could tell. Like the, 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 what was already there. So like everyone was really respectful as well. And, and looked after the place, which is even Better to see.
3: Well, I think that's the crux of it as well. Like the whole thing is like there's no overheads, there's no risk. Um, so like I think the whole premise of a house show, yeah, it's a bit naughty, we're living on the edge, we're playing in some dude's living room. But for the bands as well, like, take away the mental health um charity fundraising factor and the fact that we probably shouldn't be playing music in a in a house. The bands get to actually enjoy a show for once, not having to push ticket sales. They just rock up. The, the, there is no, like, there's no rules. Like, yeah, like one of them, um, Jordan, the drummer of um, uh, Slow Burn. And he's like, oh, like, what? Um, you know, we can we can drink and stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, do whatever you want, whatever you want to do when you play a set, you can do it. He's like, can I smoke a cigarette inside? I'm like, I don't fucking care, mate. Whatever. This house is like way worse. Shit. You want to play a cigarette? and You want to smoke a cigarette and play the drums? I don't care. You can never do that and stay gold. So have a shot. And rightly so. Um, so for me it was cool being a musician, and I can imagine for the other bands, no pressure on ticket sales. You saw an event where you could just invite people and you know that the people are gonna rock up. So you're already seeing that there's a certain amount of people attending, and you also know that it's a living room. If five people attend, it's gonna be skits already. So for the bands it was like a really refreshing show where they could just enjoy themselves and have fun. And you know, if you wanna if you want to drink a bit more than you normally do or smoke a cigarette inside or whatever you whatever you want to do to unwind, you can do it and you can have a bit of fun with it. And um, I think that's what made it even more special is the bands could really enjoy that show and relax.
0: Yeah, lovely.
1: Yeah, nice. Um, did you have a favourite moment from the show? And we'll get to your, the Saving Face set in a minute, but did you have a favourite moment or a favourite set the day?
3: <sighs> Oh, that's really tricky. Um Favourite set That's actually really hard Because I like all the bands And obviously I I was the one Who sort of like Orchestrated the lineup With the guys And I picked them all Because I think They play six sets So That's tricky Mm. Probably Fuck This is actually a pickle You really put me On the spot No 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 You don't have to
1: answer it We'll put you on the spot Um
3: (laughs) Ooh I like the um, – I got to see The Orphan playing. just um, yeah. skits energy. Like them in a room, they don't belong in a small room because they'll kill someone. Like that was pretty fucking skits. That was cool. Um, <laughs> I, I think maybe that was – I can't remember. Was it – is it is
1: it Jack or is it Jack. Dan who's the lead Jack,
3: singer? Jack. Jack's the lead singer. Um, Mate.
1: I met Jack before they played, and I was having a good chat with him. And then I I come out of the yeah. room where we were doing the pod stuff, Dave, and I was like, that's "Yeah, it. that's that's a duty singer." Yeah, he's so polite. And he was an yeah. person.
3: I was like, "Yeah, this he's is the, the most thing ever." ever and then he gets on stage, and it's like he's I don't know, just gone and gone to war, war. and he's just come back from war, and he's ready for more blood. Yeah, he's yeah. a fucking psycho. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. It was, it was cool, and I don't know. It was that was probably. My my favorite moment because just because they're just like I've seen them they're just such an unhinged in the best possible way band so seeing them in a small area that definitely was not built for them was really cool um, but I mean start to back like traumatized fucking open up they're sick I went and saw them the other week oh yeah. like probably a month ago um, at whole lot of love and I was just blown away by their live set and so. You know, it was a bit of a more of a hardcore oriented lineup, but it was just cool. I just had to get them on the show. And that's when the house show was sort of like, maybe you're going to come into fruition. I hit them up on the night. I was like, hey, I might have a house show you guys could play. Like, this set just blew me away. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess, start to finish, it was really cool. And I liked that everyone, like, from start to finish, everyone watched everyone's set. That was probably my favorite moment, to be honest, um, actually, that the seeing. Yeah. Seeing everyone just watch everyone set and be so supportive of each other, no matter how diverse the music was or different from each other. are You like because obviously you get people who, who are hardcore kids who listen to emo, kids who are shoegaze, kids who listen to punk. Like there's a lot of crossover in like your listening tastes, and so I think having like a bit of a mixed bill was sick. And just seeing everyone really a get into their music for the, the bands I hadn't heard before, and b everyone i just getting along. Like that was my favorite part of the day. Everyone just like making friends and just knowing that. The people there are just like personify the rest of the community, and that was so heartwarming to see. Just everyone just doing their thing and being respectful and getting along.
0: Yeah, that was that was awesome to see. Like everyone just kind of jumping in, symbols are flying everywhere. Like three, four different.
3: Yeah, people coming to take. Okay, that's know, my crazy. second favorite moment. <laughs> Dylan's from fucking Lakeview can't keep his symbols on. That was so ridiculous, and then I tried screwing this thing on, and I kept coming off. But it was the wrong thing, because Jai's like, obviously a drummer, Jai pointed it out I was putting the wrong thing to screw his cymbal thing on, and then we duct tape and then it just kept falling off.
0: Yep. But everyone was he hits it.
3: it so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was another good moment. Dylan just losing his mind playing the drums.
0: Yeah, he's insane. He's an insane drummer. All the drummers, we smashed them super hard all all day.
3: It was a bad day to be awesome. a snare drum in that house. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Fine, <laughs> oh, rest in peace if you didn't have. Uh, earplugs. Oh. Oh, that
3: was. <laughs> I wonder if I'd love to hear from someone who didn't um, have earplugs in there.
1: Well, I think uh, I think Jace was handing. Uh, in. <laughs> Jace was handing out
0: like in the, like fucking the rubber. He had and a big
3: earplugs. bag of them. It was like, good. It was lucky because I didn't think to bring earplugs, which is pretty dumb.
0: That was the first thing I packed, and it was so yeah. loud.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I still can't believe that was Um, the band's played in that room. It's fucked. Like, I I went there this this afternoon to, like, just do, like, a bit of work. And I was just, like, looking in the room. And I'm like, this it's just empty. There's, like, a, you know, like, a, a waterproofing bucket and a broom in there. And I'm like, this had, like, 60 people in it. And they were kicking each other in the head, like... This is, and you know the best part is, my mum and dad, like, cause since the house show, they always joke about that night, But you know, from 10 years ago, like, oh, remember when you got fireworks in our backyard and you begged us to have a house show? The other week, my mum and dad had been helping me paint because they retired last year, bless them. So they've been painting the house to me on the inside and I was like, yeah, um, like, don't come by this weekend, I won't be doing any work on the, ha- work on the house and they're like, why? I'm like, I'm having a house show and dad's like, oh, cool, didn't think of any of it, he's like, yeah, whatever, that's cool. My mum's like, oh, okay. Having dinner at their house two nights before. And my mum's like, oh, so are we coming over this weekend? I'm like, no, I'm having a house show. And she's like, what? I thought you were joking. I'm like, no, mum. And dad's like, he told us he was having a house show. Um, dad's like, he told us he was having a house that's show. Awesome. And she's like, I thought he was joking. You're not doing that to your house. And I'm like, mum. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mum was shocked. But then I showed them the photos, um, those incredible photos that Tony took. Um, and yeah, they were just like, wow, that happened in there. And yeah, it showed dad the photos and, um, we just came around the paint roller the next week and just paint over all the footprints on the roof and stuff. Like, yeah, it was like a size 12 <laughs> from Cam Brown's foot up there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It's just, it's an easy fix. Just paint over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, what are the chances of another house show in the future?
3: What's your favorite number? Seven, <laughs> seven.
0: 12.
3: Yeah, there is a seven out of seven chances that it could happen again. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, look, would I do it again? Absolutely. That was so much fun. Um, do the stars need to align? Yes. Um, I don't know if I'm going to live in that place. If if I live in that place, because I I rent where I live, you know, in Northgate. So. Um, I might move into that place. If that happens, then yes, I will absolutely do that. Um, If I let it out for the next year and it doesn't work out, the tenants, they don't want to live there anymore, in between leases, I will probably have a house show. Um, So, styles need to align, but I would do it again. I would do the exact same setup. Um, I would keep the same energy, as in I want to keep high-intensity bands that I like and appreciate what they're doing in the scene. Um, for various reasons. Um, and I would also keep it private because I think the the Paramount thing, like I said, is not letting it get out of hand and having like a Corey Worthington set up again because that dude definitely did not get a private <laughs> event on Facebook and he ended up on the news. Um,
0: I uh, think that the thing about it being yeah. private is like it was special. You're like, oh, you know. Yeah. You're in the know. It's like you're yeah. part of this secret club for
3: the day. Yeah. Awesome. Well, the way I sort of saw it was like, what a you know say one of these bands out of us seven gets big or some sort of like notoriety in five years imagine being like fuck us you know i saw a traumatized play in a, in a house show to 60 people in frankston like how fucking crazy is that yeah. like you look at those videos um of the chariot playing that dude's house in perth and it's like imagine if you were there and but those people at the time they were. Obviously, they were like, this is sick for chariots playing here. But, like, they wouldn't think that had become, like, a YouTube phenomenon, like, 15 years later. Like, so I think, like, I agree, man. It's really yeah. special and it's just, it's cool. Like, I wouldn't care if 20 people rocked up. Like, those who were there would have known how cool it was and the energy in the room. And, you know, it's it just, yeah, it was unreal. Um, yeah, I like that it was secret. And I'd definitely do that again. I think that was cool. Um, but, yeah, a couple decent-sized bands have actually hit us up. Um, in the DMs in the last week saying that if you do that if you do that again um, we're, we're on board so um, yeah I don't know if I'd want one of those bands playing not because they're bad people they are excellent people but I think that would end up in news
0: <laughs>
3: like I, I would trust that they would do the right thing and only invite friends but somehow if the word got out they were playing like it would just not be good for anyone (laughs) (laughs) no i think it was
1: just a special day and i think even though it was not a heap of people i think one thing i love about the whole cause for beyond blue that what you have going on talking about the bands you booked and just everyone being there is that if you didn't know someone everyone was talking to each other uh and it was just a special day it was it was very
3: well put together um yeah, I think you're going to get that at those sort of events anyway. I'm like, it's an, an intimate setting. So it's like, even if you didn't know anyone, imagine going to a house party. You're like, say it was my birthday and I invited 50 or so people to my house. Like, you're all going to know that you know me or you know someone there. So you're going to feel safe chatting to someone. And obviously the music scene's massive for that, like inclusivity. Everyone knows that everyone's cool. We're all, you know, we're all going through the same shit. We're all have similar interests and values. So yeah, you're right. It's just great that everyone can just get along, play Goon of Fortune, Um, yeah it was great it was good fun um well
1: look we won't keep you too long because as we mentioned at the top we did interview a few bands on the day so thank you so much for letting us be a part of it i know we were a small part of it but um yeah we had a heap of fun uh and we can't thank you enough for that um so we will get to those interviews
3: but it's not i was just stoked you guys could be a part of it i was just yeah as soon as it was a thing i was like press comic coming like this is this is what's happening so, yeah, I, was, I was really happy you guys could be there for it.
0: Thanks, man. We really – the morning was actually sick too because we pulled together a, a makeshift banner that people have probably seen yeah. it, <laughs> on Instagram and stuff. And, and, and yeah, that was a, a last-minute dash to, to Officeworks and, and Kmart. That I think it looked really good.
1: Yeah, we definitely got oh, some seedy yeah. looks when we bought that spray paint. I felt like
3: yeah, we were up to no good. Really, we're just we're, we're just some nerds who do a podcast. Imagine if, like, every time like in office works from now on, they'll like see like two guys coming in and be like, and they'll be like, clearly Esha is like with their bum bags, and be like, no, nah, they're just doing a podcast. It's so it's so cute, isn't it? They're, they're just reporting on their favorite bands. <laughs> Meanwhile, old mate's going to the train station uh, to shift on so for his shoes. <laughs>
0: So innocent. <laughs> well is, is there anything else you want to plug before before we let you go, Ricky?
3: Ooh, plug. Hmm.
0: Um yeah, I'll give a plug.
3: Um for whoever's listening, um keep an eye on our socials and another band from Sydney's socials. Um in the next couple of weeks. There'll be something cool popping up.
2: Mm, yeah, spicy. spicy.
3: Three chilies. Um. <laughs> Three chilies. <laughs> oh yeah, one more plug. Blink One Eight Two are playing in Melbourne next month. How fucking sick!
0: Can't wait. What What day? Your tickets?
3: We tickets? the thirteenth. What day are you going?
0: Eighteenth, I think. I have to double check.
3: How crazy is that? They can just play like ten consecutive arena shows in a week. Like they must be so fit.
0: Crazy. Very fit. Yeah,
3: that's oh, that Man, difficult. I play I play <laughs> like after a house tour set, I was like recovering. That was like what a, a thirty minute set. I play a set that long and I'm fucked for a week.
1: Mate, we were recovering
3: and we weren't even fucking like performing.
1: Was well, that
0: wrecked. was it the sweat? you know afterwards.
3: Was did you have the potato cakes? You didn't have the potato cakes. No. No, neither of you. Nah. Nah. I know sorry, I'm disappointed. Gordon.
1: That's why you just have to have another house show, so I can come back and get some. I might food.
3: see if I can do like a, get a sponsorship. <laughs>
1: get them to come and sell some during the day next they time. The they, would have,
3: they would have made some money. <laughs> that that shop would have been licking their lips on that night. Like there's so many drunk people getting
0: hundred percent. Because they play Green
3: Fortune and eat potato cakes.
0: Yeah, They could put a gazebo yeah. down the side and passed potato cakes in through that broken window. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe that's <laughs> what broke the window in the first place. Someone just lobbed a rogue potato cake through my window. Like this one's fucking overdone. Bang. Uh, maybe. Mm. All right.
1: Well, thanks heaps for coming on, Ricky. We really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, just thank you on behalf of everyone at the house. No, it was, it was my on.
3: pleasure. Um, uh, if you were here, if you were there and you're listening, thank you for coming. Um, it really um, instilled a lot of faith in me that there are people out there can be trusted. It was a very uh, delicate thing having people in my house after, especially being trashed in such a traumatic situation. So, to wake up in the morning um, and there was literally three cans astray that had probably been, I think it was like a bird got into one of the bins. It was like a Macca's bag and three cans in the ground was like incredible. The ground was like spotless. So, um, thank you. Thank you to you guys for reporting. Thank you for the bands for playing. Thank you to Jason Burjo for amazing charity work they do. Um, yeah, everyone involved. Um, it was in- an incredible day and I'm really grateful that I'm a part of this scene.
0: No way. Sorry. No better way to say it, I think. All so, right. um, we'll speak to you soon, Ricky.
3: Cool. See you guys.
0: Bye.
1: All right. So thanks Ricky for, um, yeah, I guess joining us again. I mean, third time on the yep. pod, third time, uh, so uh yeah big friend of the show big thanks for um getting us involved in the house show uh next up uh, we'll get into the interviews that we had so we had four we spoke with four of the bands it was hard to get all of them uh, given the chaos of the day uh but our first chat was with traumatize uh, with lexi tom and callum uh who actually played the day without their uh, lead vocalist and one of their guitarists right um so just crazy day uh, for them, but incredible show. It absolutely blew us away. Uh, go and check them out. Um, hopefully, you enjoy this chat, and uh, yeah, see you on the other side. Did
0: it feel so close
4: to me?
1: All right, so we're here with our traumatized at the house show. How you guys doing? Hey,
0: yeah, good, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, good, thanks. So, uh, tell us about yourselves. Like, what do you guys play?
2: Uh, yeah, so we're a four-piece emo post-hardcore shoegazy type of thing. Um, yeah, really try to strive to infl- to mix a combination of kind of post-hardcore and grungy influence with um, ambient, shoegazy-type things?
1: I actually wasn't expecting it to be as shoegazy. I mean, the three songs you released, I mean, I'm a big fan we've been talking about it, but great live. Like, I was really... I was saying to you this morning, I was really keen to uh, hear you guys live, and you smashed it. We
5: have another new song
6: coming on the 26th as oh well, nice. so keep your ears out for that. It's going to be a yeah.
2: hang-on. 25th of Ju- uh, 25th. Uh, January, sorry. Uh, yeah, we have a new song. I think that... Um, for us we spent a long time kind of trying to find our sound and figure out who we are Um, and I really feel like that sort of sound is becoming really popular especially overseas and I think that uh, there's a real appetite for it over here so yeah keen to put out some more songs and see what see what people respond to.
0: Absolutely I think um, yeah that's what caught my ear is like the jangliness and the just the cool sound and and really kind of you can go in both directions you can go a little bit heavier you can go a bit softer as well you're right in the middle so you, you can kind of work both ways which i really like
2: yeah i know that uh for me in a lot of songwriting i'm i feel very torn between wanting to be a post hardcore band and a melodic hardcore band and then also kind of a shoegaze band so yeah trying to blend those elements is a real it's 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 very intentional for my songwriting and Um, yeah, I hope that we can refine it a little bit more as we, as we progress.
1: Nice. Well, I mean, I want to strip it back and talk about Ricky from Saving Face who booked the show today. Do you, or have a, do you know him before today or not really? I only met
6: Ricky at one of our recent gigs where he came to support us and he's Calum's friend for a long time ago. So I'll let you talk about it.
2: Oh, look, not that long. Um, (laughs) but ricky's been great you know he he reached out after we dropped our first single and was really supportive and really appreciative which was great for uh a band like us which is so small um and you know like like lex said came to one of our shows where i feel like he was might have been the only one that was there for us um which was really appreciative um you know we really appreciate that really supporting small bands and yeah it was great i mean to that
1: is there a nicer person in the local scene do you reckon other than ricky
2: oh, maybe me no i'm just kidding no i, I, I am not definitely he's uh, no he's been really great and really supportive and really encouraging which has been fantastic i mean this whole thing just be,
0: like this charity gig is really cool and being a part of it's like awesome yeah. so i feel pretty stoked to be here yeah, same with us. So, um, so you got the new song coming out. Is that part of like an EP? And have you found the reception so far to, to the new stuff? Yeah,
2: thank you. Uh, that is a big question. No, so not part of an EP. You know, these first four songs that will be now uh, are really kind of the start of the band. It was us finding our feet. A lot of the songs were written before Lexia joined and we decided kind of what we wanted to be. Uh, so I think those four songs sort of represent the, the origin of Traumatize. Uh, but, you know, in saying that, we have almost finished writing an EP. And then, nice. you know, previous to that, we're really, really committed to trying to do something different. I think that the, the, uh, the modern way of releasing and promoting music is all about singles and making sure that people yeah. are paying attention to you. So we have another four songs planned before an EP as well. Um, to kind of, you know, mix it up and hopefully hopefully capture people's attention in a in an attention economy.
1: Well, it sounds like another band is about to kick off. Um, so we want to thank you all so much for coming on. I know it's a quick chat in between sets, but uh, you smashed it and we can't wait for the new song in a few weeks. Awesome.
5: awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks for having us. Great.
0: Thanks. Woo. Okay, so that was our chat with Traumatise. Next up, we have The Orphan, who absolutely... Raise the energy for the day. Uh, these guys are super lovely, so we had a uh, a, a great chat with Jack and Dan. So uh, Jack is on vocals and Dan is on guitar, and um, yeah, this is a great chat. So I hope you enjoy it. Well, we're here with the orphan. How's it going, guys?
4: Uh good. Thank you very much for having us.
0: <laughs> very good. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So who have we got?
4: I'm Jack. Jack? Uh, I'm Dan. I play guitar and Jack sings. <laughs> <Nice>. Yep.
0: <laughs> so how would you describe the music that you play?
4: Uh I'd say it's like a like we started out as pretty hectic sort of uh messy punk hardcore band and we're kind of evolving into like i suppose like a bit more of a melodic band yep. but like uh with like melodic sort of choruses we're tracking an album at the moment nice. and um we're probably about i'd say like three quarters done But yeah. um
7: yeah this is
0: like
4: loud and fast and
7: yeah um heavy and angry <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: i was saying to phil like i was the most excited to see you guys today because you're like the closest Australian band to like Converge, and I love Converge. It's love so I man, ha- like, I just love that energy.
4: I have to show you something, wait
1: Oh, no way. Oh, it's
7: Jack's favorite band, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take it
1: off, take it, take, take it off, off. take <laughs> it off. Let's you, may go. As well.
7: you may as well take it off. We're seeing a Jane Doe tattoo.
1: Fuck oh, yeah. sick. <laughs> can I get a photo of that? Yeah. Fucking
0: hell, that's mad. No, it's just that
1: energy, the pace, the riffs, and yeah, I. Yeah, nice.
7: That's a that's a massive compliment. I don't think we can ever live up to sounding like Converge, but like we fucking adore Converge. We love them, so yeah. it's amazing. I, I just Converge don't think
1: that. there are a lot of bands doing music that chaotic and crazy anymore, to be honest. Except for those big dogs, right? Um, we talk th- about it all the time.
7: There used to be tons in Melbourne. Like we used to love like drive time commute and Vipers, and then like interstate. It was like Old Town and Statues, statues yeah. and um, oh, statues, Life Pilot yeah. from Adelaide. Totally like unicorn,
4: uh, like sorry, totally Unicorn <laughs> Robotosaurus. Dan just put the mic in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. There's not enough bands doing
7: it. We love it, so.
0: So, uh, how do you guys know Ricky? Do you know through Saving Face or we something else? We
7: played with Ricky's old band um, half a dozen times and just got on, like, a house on fire with him straight away. And um, he's just, like, the loveliest, nicest, most genuine fucking dude ever. So, like, that's what we're, we're just stoked to be involved with anything he does, really. Is he, so.
0: is he the nicest guy on the scene, do you think?
1: He's got to be. He's got to be up there.
0: Yeah, he's a total <laughs> We've
1: been asking a few people today <laughs> just because you obviously put on this house show. Is this your first house show? Um, for a very long time, yes. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I think it's been 10 years since I've been to a proper house show like this. So it's just absolutely sick to, uh, to have shows like this again.
7: It's just the vibe's unreal. Like everyone's helping each other out. Everyone's happy. Everyone's like stoked to be here. Everyone's donating to be on yeah. Blue. So it's, it's just unreal. It's I mean, so what,
1: brilliant. what, I mean, Ricky obviously putting this on has been great. But what, what we did on the Weekend Boys have done with their charity show last month, Five, six years now they've been doing it, and then this as well. It's just sick. Like they fucking raised so much money.
7: Bring it back. Yeah, that's um, that's exactly right. um,
4: It's unreal. We're just like we said. We're just fucking stoked to be here and just happy. Yeah. And it's like it's a it's a real like it's just nice to like meet people in the scene like Ricky who is is just a genuine dude. Yeah. Like you come like there's you come across some bad apples and stuff like that, but not many. Yeah it's just it's just very down to earth and it's awesome so yeah.
0: so we're keen as for new music so have you got a new single on the way or like are you just going to drop the album in, in full
4: so, um,
7: soon? Yeah. so soon we're like like Jack said before we're like three quarters through tracking we've got a little bit of vocals to do then we're setting off to get mixed nice. so we're hoping like the first quarter of this year I would be my best guess yeah. it'll yeah, be good. a couple of singles and then a full length so yeah. we're very we're excited to get it out we want to hear what people think of it um, awesome. you boys included so yeah.
0: awesome Cool. Well, we'd love to see what you guys do in the future and we'll catch you soon. Thanks. Cool. Thank you so much for guys.
7: Guys, guys. Cheers. Uh,
1: next up, we had uh, Liam and Dylan from Lakeview. Uh, absolutely crazy set. Uh, great chat. Go check them out. Um, yeah, enjoy the chat.
0: Alright, so we're here with the boys from uh, Lakeview. Fuck. Um, how's it going boys? You guys killed it. Yeah. Yeah,
8: good. yeah, good. Feeling real good. Yeah, no, it was um, a very, very fun set, great great event all together and going for a great cause and everything too, so super stoked of how everything's going so far. Yeah. It's been been killer.
0: So how many symbols have you destroyed? Um
8: <laughs> probably up to like two now, I think so far. <laughs> Did like my 16 inch pretty early on when we were doing band practice when we like before we even played our first gig and then that's like somewhere like that other symbol we've got is like cracked halfway through the gear. So, definitely due for some replacement.
9: How many flew off the uh the stands today though?
8: There, it's too much to keep tra- like keep count of. Like as soon as the first one flew off in like 30 like first 30 seconds, I was like, yeah, this is going to be one of them gigs. It's just going to happen.
1: I've never seen like taping it down like that. People heaps of people coming in with fucking tape. Like, <laughs> that, that was nuts. That's a group effort. <laughs> is this your first house show you played? Yeah.
9: Yep, absolutely. How how, how was it? like this year or last year as well but it was just uh we wanted to you know play a tour we wanted to play a show with keepsake and saving face and we wanted to play a house show and we got them done in the year and this year alone so we're mad stoked we're so happy for this
0: yep how is how has the last year year been for you guys like ticked all that stuff off and we saw you guys at the ep launch with saving face and you absolutely killed it you you bring a crowd with you as well which (laughs) is awesome like, so this is our,
9: like, first year as a band. We've, like, just clocked over one year now, and it's been beyond anything we ever thought would ever happen. You know, just some dudes from middle of nowhere, country-ass town, come to Melbourne, try and play some shows, and, you know, people seem to like it. So
1: Well, that's what I was going to ask. You guys aren't local, right? Like, how far away are you guys from Melbourne?
8: We, we come from Deniliquin, New South Wales. All four of us come from Deniliquin. Yeah. So it's about four hours away from here. It's just a border town between New South Wales and Victoria. It's sort of, like like Echuca is technically the border town um, but we're about 45 minutes away from Echuca so come from a very like flat small area I think it's a population of about 7,000 people and there's just not much of a music community or anything there in general it's very like it's a great place to grow up in but as soon as you turn 18 boring as fuck like you just want to come down to Melbourne for everything
1: so. and you, you guys all in the band are from there? yeah oh, yep, that's even so, better
8: yeah no it's, um, it's, it's a surreal thing to be able to play with like friends from high
9: school and everything but now we all live still spread apart like there's two of us that are still there dylan is in torquay and i'm in melbourne but so kind of
1: just you went to torquay yeah
4: yeah
8: i'm sitting
9: like like pretty much about 20 minutes
8: from torquay that's where i work so it's um still a a much easier drive for me than it is to the other two boys in the band they're still gonna do like the full four hours and everything
1: yeah for sure um we've been asking all the bands today so obviously ricky put on the show um and I mean, you've got great hair yourself. We wanna know who's got better hair, do you reckon? Ricky or yourself? Dude, gotta be
0: Ricky. He's got the beard too, man. Yeah, no, I right, got beard. Ricky's got oh, he's yeah. got good hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's
8: got very good hair. I Rick- look like fucking screw man. <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> <laughs> 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 oh, that's that's a great call. That's
0: yeah. a great call. Um so how do you guys know Ricky? Did you just meet him through like music stuff or did you uh, know him earlier? The, the
9: first ever show that they played, it was yeah, it was us, Vermont. Uh, Colourblind and Saving Face, and that was yep. their first ever show ever. And I was actually at
1: that show. Man. It just happened Man. to be like, yeah. I was there for the Alira show the night before, um, and I'd never heard of you guys until then, and I feel like I've seen you like three or four times oh, now dude, since, so, thank you so much. it's it's been like a thank busy you. year, but um, about the first time you guys met.
9: That was the first time that we ever met Ricky and the boys on Saving Face. Um, yeah, their first show, and immediately, I could just remember straight away, Ricky was just like... Hugs everywhere. <laughs> just, yeah,
8: I think, and I think he came up to us like right before our gig even started, like as we were like all setting up and everything before sound check, and he's like, "I'm buying a shirt off you guys." Like, you know, you guys are fucking sick. He was just so like hyped from like the get go before before the event even started. He was just so like just lovely. great energy. You can tell he's yeah. such a genuine human being. He he's just a lovely, lovely very very lovely man.
0: He welcomes you in with open arms. It's like you've known him for five minutes or five years. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Absolutely. So what's on the, the board for 2024 for you guys? Is it more music?
9: Sure, we just finished um, just finished tracking drums and everything. That's the last thing for the new record. Um, got a seven-track EP coming out. Uh, just got to be mixed and mastered. Should be out, I don't know, next couple of months. And then we'll just start playing shows. And Fuck yeah. Hopefully everyone can come around and... Get sad
1: with us. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm from Sydney, so hopefully you guys can make it up north at one yeah, point. Yeah, I um, hope so too. Otherwise, I'll probably see you in fucking Melbourne. I'm here all the time.
9: <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, we're in Sydney,
1: man. We'll come. Yeah, yeah sweet. Um, well, fuck, we'll get back to the house show, but thanks heaps for coming on, fellas. Like, we really appreciate it. Not a hectic day, so yeah. Yeah, no,
0: thank you very much for having us. Really appreciate it. Sweet. Last on the roster is Ryan and Vito from Saving Face. These guys had had a couple of raspberries by the time we got to to them, so it was a pretty big day for them as well, Uh, but these guys were were great. I'm glad we've had every member of of Save Your Face on, and um, we'll get them back, I think, so enjoy the chat. Here with the boys from Saving Face. Introduce yourselves. Hey
6: all. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey all. I'm Ryan
0: from Saving, Pla- uh, Saving
6: Face. I play bass.
5: Yep. Yeah, Michael, guitar. So. Yeah.
0: Good to have you guys on. Thank
5: you.
6: We've got the whole
0: crew.
5: Yeah, we made it. Finally, we've got we've had all five of you
0: <laughs> in such
6: a
1: short amount of time as well. I know. Hot it's been and fast, man. You guys have
6: been at every show pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, we were saying today, like it's just worked out super fucking well. Like I think. Yeah, every show you've had, I've just been here for weddings or fucking something. So it's just worked out really well.
6: No, it's been perfect. It's been good.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I think I missed the first one because I was in Queensland and then my missus works on Thursdays. But yeah, missing two isn't bad. Nah, that's all right. There's a couple more up our sleeves.
1: So how did this show, I mean, we're obviously at the house show. How did this set rate compared to all the other sets you've played so far?
6: Oh look, it's definitely up there I mean look, we've only played a handful of shows But it's like each show has gotten like a step better each time Until that EP launch The EP launch was the peak And uh, yeah, I reckon as soon as we finished the set just now Jai just looked at me and he was just like I reckon that was the best one <laughs> It was hot and sweaty It was fun, it was wild I think
1: I agree I think in regards to energy, that was fucked Like I haven't seen crowd surfers like that at a house show I don't
0: think ever in my life <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to agree. That's the best one I've seen. Oh, thanks, man.
5: We saw like someone was crowd surfing. I'm like, they're heading straight for the drum kit. Yeah. I was like, do I stop playing and like catch them or
0: look after yourself <laughs>
1: <Exactly>.
5: <laughs> every time? Oh,
1: well, that's, what we did. You to- that's what that's what I did, and <laughs> you hurt yourself. Yeah.
5: <laughs> trying not to smack people with my guitar headstock yeah. or it's sharp so
6: i was just trying not to crush someone <laughs> but that's it's just been funny the way the show is going you know drums are breaking everyone's just running in <laughs> it's set to fix up the drums yep. bass cut out you know everyone's just yeah crowd surfing and so everyone's just like running in there and shit yeah yeah
0: everyone's like a drum tech or a guitar tech <laughs> or a sound tech or anything so it's been so good everyone's just hands-on they just want it to go well and, and everything is sick Yeah, that's it. everyone
6: today has been sick. Like, I'm thinking back, I couldn't pick a favourite from today because everyone's just been so much fun, man. And, like, this is obviously why we do it. We love a good live show. We just... I just love standing there and, you know, zoning out and just (laughs) enjoying the vibe. It's been so much fun, man.
1: Um, So we've been asking everyone this. Obviously, Ricky organised a lot of the gig today. Um, is he as nice in the band as he seems in person nah. like nah. <laughs> yeah, like we, we finally can get an inside scoop because we don't have Ricky on with Saving Face is he as nice in the band as he is in person
6: he is man like he'll you know like with band stuff obviously he's always jolly and stuff but he, he'll message you outside of that just be like how's your Christmas going like what are, what are your plans for the break and you know and, and um, Ben's partner Emma she said you know recently that it's so nice talking to him because he'll use your name in conversation he'll be <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
5: As, as rumoured. Yeah, as rumoured. Yeah.
0: Well, I agree. He, messaged, he comments on... He talks to Phil a lot, comments on my stories and mm-hmm. talks about the pod and gives feedback and, and just asks general questions as well. So it's really good to, to have him as a mate, have you guys as mates as well. It's really cool.
5: Well, that's it. Like, you join a band with someone, you actually gain a friend as well is a, a big bonus because, yeah, I think we've all played in bands or potentially played in bands where you haven't been best friends with everyone, so... It's good to, good to have that experience, and
6: yeah. Yeah, that's it. I think we're very lucky to have him, and obviously, I mean, he definitely got the crowd going in that one. <laughs> no, was, I, and, and yeah, like, because the rest of us, we kind of joined all as friends, and we didn't have a vocalist, so he was the only outsider. I'm doing quotation marks with my fingers. Uh, he was the only outsider, but um, yeah, but like, I couldn't imagine a life without him now. Like, I feel like he's been part of the family for so long.
1: I honestly think I've heard the story about when he first came and saw, like, Met All You Boys and You Got Barn me's. I reckon I've heard that story, like, 20 times in the last six months I've known you guys. <laughs> Do you want to hear it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, we won't keep you too long. Obviously, how show things happening out here. We're going to ask you the generic question, what's on for this year? Big year?
6: <laughs> yeah, but we have to be cryptic. And that's what sucks about being in a band is, you know something will start to come along and you get excited, you want to tell people about it, and then something will go wrong and it'll fizzle out, and you, you can't, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you've you got to keep tight-lipped for a reason. But, no, nah, look, new music, a lot of shows. We've got something very exciting. Can to talk do. about that I don't know. Very <laughs> soon. When's it going to be announced? Because when this comes
1: out, it might be up there. Uh, well, well, can so you edit? First, so.
6: Yeah, can you edit around this?
1: Actually I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> well, Dave you can edit this out. I heard you guys are coming to Sydney and I'm really excited. Yes. We can say we to
5: Sydney. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Start of March and
1: then maybe Sick. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, thank you very much for coming in and having a quick chat. Uh, let's Thanks go soon. back to the party. I'm <laughs> going to get some kernel. I'm hungry as fuck. Kernel. Yeah. Uh, it's been a fucking big you day. Nah. No. That's what I said. Dave was like, Phil, you're not having it for lunch and dinner. And I'm like, <laughs> why not? It's a house show.
5: Ricky's told us much about the Dim Sims next door. Potato cakes. Yeah, potato cakes. So oh, are they that good, are they? Apparently. Maybe so we'll I'm, do that first. Yeah. yeah. Go check yeah. it out. Check out the local fish and chat. Yeah. Nothing like, like a greasy
6: potato cake on a 30-degree <laughs> day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> After sweating it out for a few hours. Yes. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. We'll uh, see you the next show.
5: Awesome. Yes, thanks for having awesome. us on.
1: So, uh, how fun was that? I mean, four interviews on the day. We'd never done anything like it before. If you saw our socials, we had uh, a DIY banner that we spray painted the morning of. I had a camping chair in the corner with our laptop and mics connected. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, it kind of felt right for a
0: DIY. Yeah, I don't think we do could it have way. done it any other way. I think I think it was absolutely perfect for the situation and for the show and the vibe and, and everything. And um, just such yeah. a great day.
1: Um, hopefully, we do a lot more of uh, I guess, interviews like that throughout the year. Um, obviously, we're getting out, uh, we're, we're, we're gearing up, we're getting geared together to uh, do more in person interviews with bands. So, um, and actually, you know what? Considering we recorded in a house show that had no furniture, no carpet, no soundproofing, bounce around the, house. the chats came, the chats, yeah, the chats, yeah, came they chats right, pretty good, in my opinion. <laughs> um, And yeah, you're right. Having Ryan and Vito on, we officially have got all the Infinity Stones for the uh, Saving Face uh, and the podcast. So let's find another band to conquer. I
0: thought we had every piece of Exodia, but if you want to marvel it up.
1: Anyways.
0: (laughs) Uh, You want to keep (laughs) it Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Don't forget to follow, subscribe and leave a review and rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps us show a lot. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Pod on both platforms.
1: As always, we love the feedback and the conversations generated by our topics. uh, And we want to hear from you. So let us know uh, if you like the Casey record, let us know, tell us what you think about the other stuff. Um, Yeah, we just love hearing about it and talking about music. Um, And also keep an eye out for Valentine's Day stuff this week. Uh, We're keen to get you involved, so don't be shy. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. See you then. Bye.